With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Greetings, welcome in. Another beautiful Fox Football Sunday week five already of your National Football League season. If you play fantasy football out there, hopefully your guys are uh, all taped up and will be ready to play later, as opposed to everybody I drafted who I have to send apology letters to, Bucky, because obviously I am the curse. Uh, welcome in, Bucky Brooks, five-year NFL vet. You see him. I mean, he's everywhere now. Uh, mm. NFL Network. You see him across all, all the Fox Sports Networks. You see him on Amazon now on Thursday nights in the Scouts feed. He's got a giant cup of coffee because he's he's been awake for the last four <laughs> days straight breaking down film. Man, look, it's always an exciting time when we get to this point of the year. Like, we're at the quarter point, uh, the quarter mile marker for the NFL season, college football season is going in earnest. There are a lot of great things around both sports, and we're beginning to kind of see the separation between the pretenders and the contenders. And you have to love that if you're a football fan. So I absolutely love where we are. Today, absolutely crazy. I forgot NFL Network stuff. I mean, I could just keep going through. He's got a, a run of accolades. We could like put it all like on a cape as you walk around <laughs> to make make sure it's like a sandwich board thing going on. Uh, but we had uh, Fury Wilder. 
We had a wild day in college football. If you bet the over on a bunch of ranked games, you were sitting pretty by the end of the second quarter in some of those. We talk about Texas, Oklahoma. You look at Ole Miss and Arkansas, the chaos with Alabama, a narrow escape from Michigan, Iowa, Penn State. I mean, there there were just so many games that had you riveted, which means all the to-do lists on a Saturday, nothing got done. Yeah, nothing got done. Nothing got done because there's so much – I mean, so many great games just starting from the jump. The Red River rivalry, which is hard to um, yeah. do with all the R's. Well, you can't call it the other thing anymore. Yeah, like that. Everybody gets that mad was, at you. That was fantastic. Sark was in his bag early, and then Lincoln Riley makes a quarterback change. Of, a, I mean, he swaps out a guy who was perceived to be one of the top NFL that, prospects right? for a young guy. Young guy comes in and just lights it up, Caleb Williams. And so it is. It is just one of those things that you just don't know. And then you have back and forth and up 21, and then they come all the way back roaring. And then Texas comes back, and just a great game, man. Just a great football games. I think that's what you love about college football is, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. And then later, the unbeatable, the unthinkable um, happens when Alabama gets knocked off by Texas a Just, I mean, just a great it's a great, it's a great weekend. Well, just the the shock and awe of it all, and you know they used to call it the shootout. You could respond to the fact that nobody plays defense. Is that that's why you're calling it the the Red River Shootout if you were to bring that moniker back? Uh, but Caleb Williams, I thought it was interesting because every all the companies that had signed him to NIL deals mm-hmm. took their victory lap yesterday. It's like he got to play, yeah, he got to play, and he's our guy. So let's get on in there. Sixteen to twenty five, two twelve, and two scores for him in that game. Uh, as you said, the Alabama thing sending shockwaves. Because yeah. we always start looking ahead at, at playoff pictures and what a loss means. Because we're we're starting to hit that point in the year, Bucky, where it's not. Hey, it was an early September loss. No, no, no. Now we're we're getting towards separation time and and where people are paying more attention to try to jockey for that position. Absolutely. And, and so uh, a loss certainly uh, raises the eyebrow, but it, it really was a, a fantastic Saturday slate, and and then ended with the big heavyweight fight. My daughters and I were out. We were going to an exhibition here in L.A., and, and you and I were talking before the show. Just the amazing thing in, in L.A., you just kind of walk in. Like I, I didn't yeah. have to pay any kind of cover. I wasn't planning to sit and really watch fights. We wanted a quick bite to eat before we went into this thing. And they're like, yeah, come on in, and sat down and watched two fights. And I, I don't know uh, that I'd really expose my daughters to boxing, but you know, we started talking about strategies. And, and as soon as they saw the first slow-mo of someone getting rocked, like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> it, 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 is, it is such a, a thing. And, you know, we grew up in a time, like not aging ourselves, but um, it's one of those things where heavyweight fights were the thing they yeah. defined everything the toughness the pageantry of a heavyweight fight and that was a straight slugfest i mean two i mean mammoth men <laughs> two giants yeah, in yeah. the ring throwing haymaker after haymaker after haymaker it's exactly what you want to see and so um great weekend and then we have a great slate of games today and so it should be fun and we have football kicking off in 25 minutes Live from London. So why don't we get the thing started? We'll we'll talk about Thursday night football really quickly uh, as we go back. The Rams mm-hmm. with the victory over the Seahawks. Russell Wilson out with that finger injury on a gnarly scale. Look, we've all seen 
far worse if you've watched yes. football. But still, anytime a, a finger's bent as it was and had to have surgery, and I, I saw a number of, of, of ex-players talking about, yeah, I had surgeries mm-hmm. all over my body and the finger was the worst. Yeah, no, the finger is the worst. Um, you sit here and you think about Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson has been the Iron Man. For the Seattle Seahawks, always available. It's um, the consummate franchise quarterback in terms of his availability and durability. And for him to kind of have to go off and not be able to finish the game, you knew that it was serious. Um, and then, you know, like he, he goes away, but Geno Smith comes in and does a really good job of just coming in cold but continuing to, I don't know, like show the offense and show his teammates that, look, all is not lost. And so it would be interesting to see how the Seattle Seahawks continue to go on because – then a dogfight to stay relevant in this division because this division, uh, man, I think the NFC West is the toughest in football, and so they cannot afford to lose major ground while Russell Wilson is away. So Pete Carroll and the staff got to figure out they got to figure out how can they get it going with Geno Smith at quarterback. And normally the things that you would re- rely on, running game, defense to kind of support the backup quarterback. They can't necessarily lean on those things because they've been struggling in each of those areas. Ah, uh, the defense, the much maligned defense, and and certainly the the face of that, Jamal Adams, the big trade, the big contract. Couple of the biggest hit he laid out on Thursday night was against his own linebacker, as he came in late on a ball and knocked <laughs> knocked his guy to tomorrow to take a, a little out of the rocky. Uh, phrasing. Look, they give up 450 yards a game. They're still only in terms of total defense, which. Maybe I'm the outlier here, Bucky, but to me, total defense is how many points a game am I giving up? I don't mm-hmm. care if you're marching all over the field. If I can stop you, I stop you from scoring points. So they're they're still in that 20 to 22 range, so not dismal, not great, but Geno Smith has two great receivers. Mm-hmm. But as you said, the run game isn't there, and the defense gives up chunk yardage, so you're going to have to make the most and be ultra-efficient because – time of possession does matter to a degree. Yeah, time of possession does matter to a degree. And so you have to think about everything. How do you play this game? Do you slow it down when you're on offense as a Seattle Seahawks and then try and keep your defense off the field? Um, Is there a way that you play with your defense? Are you more aggressive? Are you trying to create turnovers? Like what are you in a bend but don't break mode because you're trying to slow the game down and do all those things? So now – Pete Carroll has to figure out what is the best strategy, what are the best tactics for his team to take as they're playing complimentary football to give the team the best opportunity to win. I'm not going to lie. I was really excited to see whether Geno was going to be able to pull off one more drive there. I know. I want to see it. Like, it it was horrible that you saw that because I think for a lot of people, you know, Geno has been the butt of a lot of jokes. Um, But much as we've seen for quarterbacks that have played with the Jets. No, but that's it, right? No it, one has succeeded with the Jets. But it, it, you back it out, and it becomes – he starts moving the ball, and it becomes a mm-hmm. – I don't, I don't want to say – put it in you know play terms, but he becomes yes. a sympathetic character of you want to see the guy have a shot in, in an organization. Mm-hmm. And here he came off, off the bench, and, and I saw it all across social media, and obviously I do the show with Jason Smith, the beleaguered Jets fan, and he goes, watch, he's going to march him right down, and he did. And then he started marching him again, and then they get the ball back, and they've got an opportunity, and then whatever happens with Tyler Lockett, whether it's illegal contact, it comes off as an interception, right? But it's like, is it contact? Is it a PI? Is it just a guy tripped over his own feet? Mm -hmm. Whatever your interpretation was, it ended in an interception. They're able to kick the field goal, and that's it. But it's... You know, one of those situations for Geno Smith, I think everybody's kind of looking for him. And since we mentioned the Jets, well, let's get to that game. 
Jets at Falcons. Yeah, over under 46. The Falcons, two and a half or three, depending on where you played it. Uh, the favorites here, Ridley out for personal reasons. Russell Gage with an ankle. So down two wide receivers means Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, you'll see more of him. And, and maybe Kyle Pitts. Remember him? He was supposed yeah. to be the prototypical tight end. Yeah, you know, the next, tease. the evolution. Yeah. We've been teased. Uh, Marcus May out with the ankle. Croft the tight end with a back injury. And Adrian Colbert with a concussion out for the Jets. Uh, for, for Zach Wilson and company, Michael Carter in the backfield starting to pick up a little bit to where he looks like he could be the lead guy. Elijah Moore expect, expected to give it a, the old college try. And then you start picking out, you know, Crowder and the others trying to trying to find a playmaker. Mm-hmm. This, Atlanta's defense is woeful. We, we know this. Can, can Zach Wilson make a play? You know, Zach Wilson definitely has to make plays, and he showed last week against Tennessee Titans that he can make plays. Kind of coming to his own in terms of just being a playmaker, taking care of the ball, and learning how to toe that line between being a gunslinger, gunslinger and a game manager. And I think he'll continue to make progress because not a lot of uh, resistance from the Atlanta Falcons defense. But I'll say this about the Atlanta Falcons. If you're going to keep an eye on somebody, keep an eye on Cadero. Patterson. How about he that? has really emerged as a big-time playmaker. And for those who have followed him since his days at Tennessee, this is how he kind of played when he got to the Tennessee Vols coming from a JUCO. Somehow, Arthur Smith has unlocked all of the talent and potential. Just keep an eye on him because without Calvin Ridley, I don't know where the points are going to come from for the Falcons. Cordero Patterson is going to have to be big time. Which is funny, though, but look at all of the organizations and positions he's played, right? Return game, the attempt at receiver, now kind of a hybrid mm-hmm. running back receiver. Yeah, with the Patriots, yeah, but it's But different. always a playmaker. Yeah. Just how do you get him on the field? How do you unlock that when you're, you're trying to, to scheme up? And maybe desperation sinks in because you don't have all those playmakers that you thought you did on the outside. So Arthur Smith had to, to find another way. He had to find another way, and he, he just has to figure it out. Arthur Smith has done a decent job of getting the offense going, but it, it's different, you know. They opted or moved on from Julio Jones. You have Kevin Ridley. Kevin Ridley won't be there because he's attending to a personal matter. So this will be tough. Arthur Smith is going to have to be in his bag today to kind of figure it out. We'll see if the creativity works. Jets getting two and a half. We'll play, we'll play it at three. Bucky, what do you think? It's so hard to, to view the – you don't want to pick the Jets just because of the it's, Jets. It's hard. It's hard. I'm going to go with the Falcons. All right. Give me the Falcons. We'll figure out how to do it. All right. We got that game coming up about 15 minutes from now. I am actually going to take the Jets. I'm oh, upset-minded. I'm looking for chaos because the Falcons giving up that 32 points per game. That's that's the number that just stands out. Yeah. And Zach I mean, Wilson starting to feel like, hey, I at least have to wing it. Right? He's not being you know too risky, but he's starting to at least try to push it downfield. So I, I'll take him to make one more play. One more play. One more play from Zach Wilson. How crazy is that? Done. I'm picking the damn Jets wow. to start a day. Wow. That's, that's what we do here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. You got fantasy questions. I'll get to them as the show develops and as the morning does uh, at Swollen Dome, at Bucky Brooks, where you find Bucky for all his latest video work for Fox and his links to everything he does, NFL Network and Amazon and a man of a million jobs. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, as the show goes on and of course the i watch reflex podcast buyer and i went through and did our uh prognostication for the week from a fantasy angle we've got isaac we've got chris we've got nick we're just getting warmed up fox football sunday and to me the next game we are going to preview is the best of the week and it includes a team from ohio 
that mm. that that is on the come. And mm. I'm excited. Maybe I'll get a nice old jersey. We'll talk about it next <laughs> here on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday here. Fox Sports Radio, Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks going through the games of week five. And we got about 10 minutes. Yeah, that's right. Jets and Falcons get our day started. Yeah, I'm excited, Bucky. Come on. I'm selling every one of them, uh, no matter what the principles are. Because we got we got a couple uh, that have fleas in this game. But they're all professionals, and we celebrate them all. Reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. My game of the week is next. My name is Packers and Bengals. All right, Packers, a three-point road favorite at Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming in three and one, the one loss against those Chicago Bears. 51 is your total. For injury purposes in this game, well, you got a big one in that Packers secondary. Jair Alexander, one of the best in the game at his position, shoulder placed on IR, and now it's a question of with the AC joint, will he need surgery to end the the season? They have King coming back off a concussion. They're signing guys off the street. They haven't surrounded much of a pass rush here. Cincinnati's offensive line has been better. They've got a very short 
injury uh, list. You got Suafilo uh, on the offensive line, who's out. So that's a big loss. But otherwise, everybody looks ready to go. Joe Burrow is the guy that I, th- I think mm-hmm. we all watched come out of LSU. Mm-hmm. We watched it for, uh, what, 10, 11 games last year. Yeah. And now you see it and you say, well... As we much, got something. As, as, as much as I, I want the Cincinnati Bengals to be relevant, it's just kind of hard in this situation to say, oh, the Bengals are going to knock off the Packers. Here's what I'll say in watching the Bengals really closely. I love the way they're playing complimentary football. I love the way their defense is bowing its neck in critical situations. I like how Joe Burrow is playing. They are doing a really good job of sometimes letting them basically play fast-break basketball, empty formations, allowing the talent to win on the perimeter, and then he's just a distributor. The issue that I have, do they believe that they can knock off the Green Bay Packers? And I'm not saying that the Packers are a heavyweight contender, a Super Bowl contender, anything like that. But do the Bengals have the mentality to go and win a game like that? I don't know if they're quite ready for that, so I'm – I'm still leaning towards the Packers. Long road begins with the first step, as we know, Bucky. We've got uh, Joe Mixon with the ankle injury. It means we'll probably see some Samaji Pirine at any time we can get either of the Pirines into a football conversation. I think we've won. Because that's the bridge back to college, right? Yes. Of guys that you are waiting to, to break through at the next level. And, and you've got to start with it one game. I mean, and that's that's all you have. And for the Bengals, i got to throw all the history, all the heartbreak aside yeah. and, and throw up hope that that offensive line isn't a mirage. Right? That that's I, that, I And mean, that's that the hard the part. The and hard Green Bay is- hasn't had – a consistent, right? Because you've had uh, Zadarius Smith. You've got uh, guys that haven't been. All there, the guys are gone. Right? All the guys. They don't, they, don't, they don't. They don't have. They don't have that. And so, this is one of those things where you're kind of picking the helmet, right, Harmon? You, you're picking the helmet because you're so used to seeing the green G kind of figure out a way to get it done, particularly when number twelve is available. Right? And so that's the thing that I'm saying. Somehow the Packers find a way to get it done because they've always found a way to get it done when Aaron Rodgers is available. Bengals eighth in the league, giving up 18.8 points per game. All right, you're going Green Bay. I'm going to take the Bengals in the upset. I've already got two upsets to start our picks. This is going to end terribly. But it means uh, an extra five miles, uh, you know, a loss against the spread, Bucky. The 1-900 lose L U with the umblot Z my A's uh, going back to my Chicago roots. So uh, And five bucks to charity for every five game bucks. I pick wrong, I too. It. So, you know, at the end, we'll do some good uh, when I do go wrong and go sideways on these picks. All right, look, next! My name is my Broncos and Steelers. All right, everybody saying the Broncos were a mirage and, you know, exposed a week ago. Uh, I, I think you're a bit short-sighted. Uh, that would be my analysis <laughs> of it all. Denver on the road at Pittsburgh, one point, basically a pick I'm here, 39 and a half. The over-under showing uh, how, how much uh, faith there is there. But wins against the Giants, a better team, I think, than mm-hmm. folks thought. The Jaguars are the Jaguars. We'll get to them in a bit. The Jets with a big shutout win, uh, 26-0, and then a loss to the Ravens. And the indignity mm. of the Lamar Jackson rush that everybody got all fired up about. Yes. Like, if that's your identity, that's yes. your identity. Yes. That's all I can say. 
If Lamar didn't want to run the play, he would have flipped Harbaugh off and not run the play. They're trying to get, had to get, make sure they get the record. They, yeah. they want to join the Steelers. But then, um, that's their identity, right? That, so, is, that so, is their identity. So when we look at this game, uh, as we go through it, Bucky, you know, you've got Melvin Gordon, a limited participant in practices. Uh, Cortland Sutton will be a game-time decision. And Bridgewater has cleared concussion protocol, so expected back for the Steelers. We know it's been a mash unit mm-hmm. to this point. Clay, Chase Claypool is back. Hamstring injury, though, for him. And then, obviously, we're watching Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. They're practicing. But for Ben Roethlisberger, the Wolves are at the door. Oh, the Wolves are at the door, and rightfully so. They should be at the door. Pittsburgh Steelers look bad, man. They look bad on offense. Like, no pop, no explosiveness. Uh, Najee Harris looks like a keeper, but they, they, they can't just keep leaning on him to do anything and everything. And so, I just don't know how you can score points when you don't have the ability to push the ball down the field. And so... All these things are lining up for the Broncos to be able to go on the road, on the road, and beat the Steelers in Heinz Field. That would be the third loss for the Steelers yeah, at well, home, yeah. which is unprecedented. Well, think but, about it. Between them and the Patriots, losses at home in Seattle, no you, longer you never, the home field advantage. Yeah, you, you never you never really see that. And so that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of tricky uh, when you think about it, but... It's tough. It's a, it's a really, really tough deal. Uh, I like the Broncos. Even though the Broncos have lost quietly, they've lost some perimeter players yep. that will hurt them. K.J. Hamler being out for the season will hurt them. Tim Patrick's emergence gives them some comfort. But they need to get all their guys back. Jerry Judy needs to come back. Uh, Cortland Sutton, they need to get those guys going. I still think on the road I would take them because I think they have, they have a team that is better built. Uh, to win a game like this in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Javante Williams obviously working with Melvin Gordon. The offensive lines played well uh, through the first quarter of the season. You mentioned the injuries uh, on the perimeters. They will get Judy back here in a couple of weeks. The Hamler is a huge loss, right? A guy yes. over the top, but by the same token, Teddy Bridgewater's not winging it. No. I don't know that he Hamler, that's the right offense. I mean, if Drew Locke were under center, maybe you'd be firing it downfield. Although I don't think you're letting him take chances. No. So I, th- I think it kind of, you know, you get back in the, you know, trying to find balance there. But I'll take the defense slowing down. And Najee Harris, uh, he's one of the target leaders in the NFL right now, Bucky, being used as the the ultimate dump off. So if you're in PPR leagues for fantasy purposes, you're, you're loving life. But if you're expecting him to break a bunch of tackles, I mean, you're, the guys on the outside will have to be the best blockers ever. Uh, as a receiving core. I don't think Heinz Ward is walking back through that door no. for you. No, and, and that's the thing, man. It's just so tough because you look at them, they're trying to make these changes. Matt Canada is trying to upgrade and modernize this offense, but he's kind of limited with the personnel that he has in front of him, and I just don't know how they get it done. The Pittsburgh Steelers have to find a formula that works for them where they are. Mike Tomlin has been one of the best coaches in football since stepping into the league. He is going to have to really dig down deep and kind of figure out what is the best way for them to play? Can he get the defense to play at a higher level? It's tough. I, I, I just don't know if they can get right. I know this should be maybe a game where they can get back on track. Hard for me. I'm going to just go with the Broncos in this one. Too much defense for the, the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater availability makes one more play with that dual-headed running game. I would agree there. Uh, coming up next, we get into uh, a, an interesting game, the Jalen Hurts 
And Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold. Why? Because the Jets are going to play here in a minute. So we timed it out perfectly. But first, we've got Isaac Lohenkron with an update on the injury reports and all that's going on in our sporting universe. What's going on, Ilo? Mike and Bucky, are you ready for some football? I am ready. It is 2.29 in the afternoon as we speak at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. And the Atlanta Falcons at 1-3 getting ready to kick off against the 1-3 New York Jets. The Jets have won the toss and elected not to play. Well, not exactly, but we will (laughs) be keeping you updated when the actual coin toss happens. Huge upset in college football, fellas, on Saturday night. Texas A&M knocking off number one Alabama, 41-38. Seth Small, the game-winning 28-yard field goal at the gun. Texas A&M scored 10 points in the final three minutes. It broke Alabama's 19-game winning streak. Also broke Alabama's 100-game winning streak against unranked opponents that dated back to 2007. It was also the first time that Nick Saban had ever lost to a former assistant coach. He had been 24-0. Number 9, Michigan winning at Nebraska 32-29. Wolverine kicker Jake Moody, the game-tying and game-winning field goals in the final three minutes. Number 3, Iowa defeating 4th-ranked Penn State 23-20. Spencer Petrus, the game-winning 44-yard touchdown pass to Nico Rogani with 6 minutes and 26 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Number 14, Notre Dame Want to get Virginia Tech 32 to 29? Jonathan Dorr, the game-winning 48-yard field goal with 17 seconds to play. Notre Dame scored 11 points in the final two minutes and 26 seconds. Break up Kentucky. Number 16, <laughs> Kentucky, 6-0 for the first time since 1950 after a 42-21 victory over LSU. Finally, in Major League Baseball in Game 2 of the National League Division Series on Saturday night, the Dodgers won at San Francisco 9-2, evening their series at one win apiece. Mike and Bucky. Edo had a hell of a run. Thanks, Ilo. At Isaac Lohenkron, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, that was one that uh, sent as much as the Alabama loss, right? It's it's the the shockwaves of the 125 and all those. For Ed Ogeron, as we talked about Joe Burrow a few minutes ago, I mean, that was that that lucky season. I think he's going to go back to being everybody's favorite interim coach here. Pretty yeah, soon. no, I think, <clears throat> I, think, I think that's the deal. They can't fall off the, the perch the way that they've fallen off. And not see consequences and repercussions. And even though Eddie O brought him a, a national title, you just wonder where do they go from here? Because when you're looking at division, Alabama, <laughs> Texas A&M, yeah. I mean, you're in there with some some heavyweights. I mean, you're slogging it out. You have the Mississippis in there, right? Ole Miss and those guys like. <laughs> you got your one shining moment. I mean, when, when, how are they going to close ground? And it just doesn't look like they can figure it out. Like, weird. Man, it's just so weird. From Kentucky! <laughs> well, Kentucky, I'm going to say this about Kentucky and, and Stoops. Stoops has them going. Mark Stoops has those guys going. They've been a very good team the last few years. They've produced quietly a lot of NFL players. They play a rock'em, sock'em robot Style of offense, like old school. We got we got a set in there. We'll play at the handle. next break. We got a rock 'em sock 'em robot. You, <laughs> you can see it on, on the uh, file cabinet right there. I brought that in a couple years you ago. You know, and so and so that style works for Kentucky, and they have a lot of confidence because they knocked off Florida, then they come and knock off LSU. I mean, they've knocked off two brand name programs, and so they believe in how they play and. You just got man. If you're LSU, you just got to dig down deep and under. How 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 do how do we, how do we get here? How do we fall so far? 
That's it. A little bit of soul searching. I think a lot of coaches having the soul searching moment on Saturday nights. If they were out here in Southern California, this would be like Lionel Richie watching walking the beach during the hello video. Yeah. Trying to figure things out, mm. you know? Hello. Exactly. And then maybe someone makes a bust of you. Yes. As tribute. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah, that's it. We're going to make one uh, of Bucky here uh, and put it. Well, I'll start my own sculpting, you know, kind of class. And we'll build like, (laughs) you know, a Hall of Fame here in the Fox Sports Radio studios. It is Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having some fun with you and going through the games of week five. And the next one that we want to preview. Well, I got some numbers that are going to blow your mind. Eagles and Panthers. Now we're talking. Here's another great one on the slate. Carolina giving three at home. Eagles coming in 45. You're over under. Nick, our executive producer, gave us a, a list of some fun stats. Fun with numbers with Nick. Uh, Sam Darnold ranking fourth in completion percentage when under pressure at about 60% completion rate. Second in yards per attempt, 8.7. Pressured on 36% of his draft uh, dropbacks the last two seasons. Pressured, well, the most so far again uh, this year. But looking at a guy, 3-1 and one records, completing 68% of his pass attempts, five touchdowns through the air, five on the ground. No Christian McCaffrey uh, once again. Uh, and Yatur Gross Matos on the defensive line. Full participant in pras- practice still listed as questionable. And for the Eagles, Lane Johnson out again. Personal matters. Hope he's okay. Hope the family's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Whenever we see the, the personal note added in, nobody knows what everybody's going through. No, it's just the guy next time. door and yeah. certainly guys on in the NFL gridiron. So hopefully guys are they're doing all right. DJ Moore has emerged as that guy for Sam Darnold. 30 catches already this year. 398 yards, three scores, uh, and 43 targets. A nice, robust, healthy target count. And when you're not getting a lot of support from the other members of that receiving core, Marshall, the rookie that they drafted, looking to see his target count start to rise. Robbie Anderson has become like that one big hit kind Mm -hmm. of receiver, but not a consistent target. Tommy trembles. Now they're they're tight end, but it's really been Sam Darnold and and taking what what's given. I don't know if he's getting the quote respect from opposing defensive coordinators as what he could do, but another example of hey, you get away from the Jets, get into a an organization that looks like they have direction and purpose, and good things happen. Yeah, good things happen when you're supported, and he has been supported uh, in a major way. They're not only upgraded. I mean, he's not only fallen into a situation where they've upgraded the talent around him, but the coaching staff has done a good job of putting him in situations where he can succeed. Um, that, is a, that, is, that, that is critical for a quarterback to thrive. Now, Sam Donald is still the same player that he's always been versus pressure and under duress. You get to him, he is going to make mistakes. He's going to put the ball in harm's way. And so the thing that the Panthers have to do is make sure that they are dictating the terms. They're able to play from ahead, meaning ahead of schedule. They're getting four-plus yards on first down so they don't have to throw in these obvious situations. What I like about what the Panthers are doing defensively, they have upgraded defense. Stephon right. Gilmore comes over. They made a trade a couple weeks ago for C.J. Henderson. They have all these young, dynamic athletes that can get after it. This defense is good enough to create problems. I'm going to go with the Panthers. Panthers against the Eagles. I like it. Eagles uh, right now, when we look at what they're they're doing, about 400 yards per, of offense per game, about 24 points per game. The Carolina defense, as you mentioned, they used their entire draft 
And then they had the, the draft pick uh, when mm. J.C. Horn goes down. What did they do? They got adre- aggressive in the trade works. What does that mean for uh, Stephon Gilmore that all it gets back is a, a six-round pick? Uh, it means that uh, people have looked at the tape and there are a couple of issues that you have with Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is on the north side of 30. And when you have an older player, typically you don't want to invest in them. Uh, secondly, when you looked at this play, yes, he won defense play of the year in 2019. But the next year, 2020, he was not as great in coverage. And because the Patriots play so much man-to-man, you begin to wonder just the mileage that are on the tires, right? The mileage on the tires. Not just in games, because when you play man-to-man, you're doing heavy man-to-man in practices, in training camp, in OTAs. The cumulative effect of playing so much man-to-man can wear you down, can rub out some of that athleticism. I think that is what's going on with Stephon Gilmore. That said, he still is a really, really good player, and you can't go wrong adding good players to the mix. Well, that's it, right? You're, you're, you've now gotten through the first quarter of the season, and you're saying, hey, we got a shot here. Right? We're watching the Falcons on their opening drive here. Matt Ryan down a couple of receivers against this Jets defense. You, you look at New Orleans, nobody knows what they are. And Tampa, through the regular season, like everybody expects them to be right come December, right, if everybody gets mm-hmm. healthy. But right now, you've got an opportunity to win some games and put yourself in a position for a wild card at a minimum. So why not go and, and kick the tires? And if it doesn't work, cost you a couple of million bucks to find out. Yeah, it and, a, go, and a late round pick. Late round pick in 2023, which is nothing—a bag of peanuts. So, uh, great move by them. I like the Panthers in this, and the Panthers are still a viable option to be one of those last teams to get into the playoffs. Nicely done. As we continue on quickly, Jalen Hurts, and, and we've watched mm-hmm. him through the first few weeks. You know, there's still a lot of speculation that he's not their guy long term, but from what you've seen through the first four weeks, is, is he showing out enough? I mean, I, I just want to see more of the run game. Like, if you're not even going to attempt to run the football, you're kind of putting him on an island. You are putting him on an island, but I do like uh, what he's displayed. I like um, his ability, his toughness, right? Because these are ever circumstances. They've had a kind of revolving door a little bit in front of him in terms of the offensive line. Still figuring out a new, t- new head coach, but he's made some plays. He's not a perfect player. He's not a perfect prospect, but he certainly has shown enough to me that you would think about, okay, let's see if we can build around him. But remember this, the Philadelphia Eagles wanted to be a quarterback factory. Howie Roseman said that uh, a year ago, two years ago when they took Jalen Hurts um, while they had Carson Wentz. So as the trade deadline gets near, keep an eye on them for the Deshaun Watson situation. Look at you. Uh, Because I know last year, under duress a lot, I think they started 13 different offensive linemen. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. And then we start going into the combinations. It's, uh, you know, factorials. Remember factorials? No. (laughs) You don't want to do that either. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Radio's Fox Football Sunday. And coming up next, we'll talk about a battle of two teams in the NFC North. Both. At this point in through the season, I think we could call them hard luck losers. Mm. We'll get to that next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks hanging out with you here. Uh, we got our full team assembled. You'll hear from one of them in a moment uh, as we sound so pretty. Thanks for being out there wherever you are, part of our extended family to and from services. If you stop on in or you're watching uh, virtually, say one for us. Uh, we'll do the same uh, as we get on in our day as well. Uh, the walks with the dog, maybe making some breakfast. Maybe you've already hit mimosa time. Why? Because we've got a game that's kicked off, and you've got an opening 
drive by the Falcons. They do have a fourth down conversion. Cordero Patterson, as you mm-hmm. astutely pointed out, you know, going to the scouting pages of, hey, this guy's your best player. Give him the ball uh, on fourth and one. And then they tried to, they were going to do some gadgetry and have him throw. You got to love it. Trying to uh, mix things up and and get yourself on the, on the plus side of things if you're the Falcons. Yeah, you, you try to do anything and everything. You got to win it. I mean, you, you want to continue to build upon the momentum that is being created, you know, Cordero Patterson is playing really well, but you want other guys to kind of step up and make some plays. And so this situation where you're trying to create uh, more plays, you're trying to think out the box, you're Arthur Smith, you want to get them going, and you also understand the importance of playing from ahead, particularly when you're going against a rookie quarterback. You want to force them into situations where they have to put it in his hands. He has to throw it all over the yard. We have seen the turnover issues that Zach Wilson has had. And so that's why you're trying to be a little more aggressive. If you're Arthur Smith, you want to get up. If you can get up by two scores early in the game, puts a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson to bring the Jets back. Drives finally stalls. 8.46 left in the first. They do settle for the Young Way coup field goal. On the drive, two catches, 16 yards for Kyle Pitts. Patterson, two carries, 18 yards. And the incomplete pass. I always love a little bit of gadgetry when you hit this point. Matt Ryan, four of seven, 17 yards. Because maybe against the Jets, you decided, hey, let's get a little daily fantasy mm-hmm. league going, uh, as it were. All right, let's get back into the NFC North and one of the big games of the week. Lions and Vikings. Big for me because I care. That's right. I do. Uh, we look at this game, Bucky, Minnesota, nine and a half point favorites. They've been some hard luck. Uh, losses for them thus far. Uh, Detroit coming in, 49 and a half is your total here. Kirk Cousins thus far, 1,100 passing yards, nine scores. Dalvin Cook, questionable uh, once again. Game time decision is the update. Alexander Madison would step in. TJ Hawkinson, uh, Panay Sewell, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, all expected to play. But, I mean, that's that's four guys that are base, the basis of your offense, right, yeah. that, that are getting it done. Yeah, four guys that are the base of your offense. It's just hard to overcome. Um, you know, this is a team that is really, man, so hard to figure out. You don't know which team is going to show up from week to week. I, it, it's, it's baffling. It's, it's mind-boggling. It has to be frustrating for the coaches not to know what you're going to be able to do, how you're going to be able to do it. But the one thing you can hope for is that, look, the system is going to be in place. The system is one that really sets people up to have success when they step in. Um and so that's something that they can build around. But, man, you just have to be frustrated if you're just sitting there looking at this team each and every week. No question about it. Our, our guy, Chris Perfett, he does the Pride of Detroit at Chris Perfett, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, it's your time to shine we went through four games. Show me a bright spot and give me uh, give me your assessment of this team against Minnesota today. Well, one of the big injuries, not listed there, but Frank Ragnow, the center, probably one of their best players, is pretty much out. Mm. And that's going to hurt them moving forward, especially as they – continue to look for Taylor Decker to come back for that offensive line. They've shown promise in these first few games. It's always been a tale of two halves, especially when it comes to Jared Goff. Jared Goff usually has a bad first half. Second half, he takes advantage and starts uh, going through his progressions a little bit better. I feel like as long as the damage isn't too bad in that first half, the Lions, Lions have been knocking on the door in each of the games they've been in. It's just they've not really been able to Bring it to the finish live. They line. They've been aggressive on fourth downs. We'll see. I think they've got a good chance against Minnesota, but at the same time, I think the uh, 
injuries might be plaguing them a little bit too much as the season wears on. There you go. At Chris Perfett, where you find him on Twitter. Find all that information. Bucky plus nine and a half here on the road at Minnesota. Mm. I'll take Detroit with the points, but Minnesota to win outright. Mm, interesting. Uh Look, at some at some point the fight kneecaps are going to get somebody. Nicely done. They've been they've been close. Today's the day, man. Today's the day. They not only cover, but today's the day they upset the apple cart. Let's go with the Detroit Lions, finding a way to get it done. Jared Goff Jared Goff on a big stage. Big I stage. love that. Whoever's walked. It is it is that you know, something's gotta give game of the week. It's time. Right? For both the Lions and then certainly Minnesota with some tough losses as well. All right, let's start this next game because it's a big one on Sunday night football and we'll carry it into the next hour. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs a three-point favorite here. 56 and a half is your total. Josh Gordon uh, expected to show up and, and play for KC uh, in this one. Thus, thus far, the Chiefs have already had eighth, fourth down uh, attempts on the year. Uh, their last 18 drives, only one punt. So offensively getting it done. On the defensive side, uh, you're still looking at some issues. Chris Jones didn't practice uh, to end the week. So on the defensive line, still missing one of your rushers. Uh, and, and guys to try to thwart the run game, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, and of course, Josh Allen taking off and running himself, Bucky. Uh, the Bills, after that tough loss to Pittsburgh, that after four weeks now has everybody scratching their head. They've faced some really mm-hmm. weak competition and taken advantage of it. I mean, they have, but they do what good teams are supposed to do. You're supposed to take advantage right. of weak competition. They've dominated uh, that part of it. Here, here's the thing about the Buffalo Bills, and here's the thing that showed up in the AFC Championship game. The Buffalo Bills are a great team. They have great coaches. They do a, a great job of plugging players into their system that work for them. The issue that you have is when you face a team that's explosive like the Kansas City Chiefs, the lack of speed shows up on the field. And so the last year when they played them two times, they, what they did is they basically parked the safeties in the parking lot and said, Pat Mahomes, you're not throwing it over our head. However, underneath stuff, you saw Tyreek Hill and all the other playmakers just run away from the Buffalo Bills defenders because they simply do not have enough team speed. They've upgraded, but I don't think it's enough to close the gap. And so it would be interesting to watch this going forward. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harbin. We'll continue on the other side, right? Because one of the big narratives of the week, obviously looking at the Chargers, looking at the Raiders, trying to figure out the pecking order in the AFC. Suddenly everybody's down and counting the Chiefs out, looking at that defense, saying it's porous. They can't make hay. And this is the beginning of the end uh, for what would be a dynasty. We'll get into that side of the ball next and continue our work here on Week 5. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in hour two of the program, and we have live NFL action in our window. Always great. We always have some international soccer or football. Today we've got international football as the Falcons with a 3-0 lead. Five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Uh, Matt Ryan and company moving the ball once again on the Jets. Ben, don't break defense. Uh, They forced a three and out. Did the Falcons defense? I took a picture of the punter coming on to say they did it. They did it. Congratulations. Like Elf when it's like a world's best cup of coffee. Congratulations. You did it. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having fun with you at Bucky Brooks on Twitter. Find him on Amazon on Thursday nights. The Scouts View. Uh, as Bucky has that in the repertoire, why in a, why we use it so effectively here as we're scouting players, talking about the potential and where fits are certainly there. The NFL Network for Fox Digital, uh, get it all on his Twitter account at Bucky Brooks. Find me over at Swollen Dome. I want your flexes. The podcast, the show with Jason Smith each night. Uh, during the week on Fox Sports Radio, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we were talking about the the Bills and Chiefs game, Bucky, when we we finished hour one. And I just wanted to, to go back on the defensive side of bo- the ball for the Chiefs. Obviously, some injuries mm-hmm. early on. But 
team, you know, a lot, a lot of pundits jumping off the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, uh, and what the Chiefs are bandwagon. And obviously, last, the last we had of, of them at the end of the year, offensive line was battered and bruised and beaten, and all the running side to side trying to make a play. And defensively, not an awful job against Tampa Bay, but not enough, uh, obviously, in the Super Bowl. And then you come back this year and through the first quarter, gaps, problems, pass rush, all of those things. Uh, but always dangerous when I've got an offense as explosive as theirs to write them off because the potential, yes, it might be shootout week after week, but most of the time I'm still going to side on on Mahomes. Yes. You know, most of the time you're always going to side on Mahomes because the one thing about Patrick Mahomes is in a one-and-done scenario, he always can make enough plays by himself. Uh, the one thing that I would say from the Chiefs' offense and Pat Mahomes specifically is he was always um, – celebrated and viewed as a gunslinger when he was coming out of Texas Tech. But in the pros, he's been able to do a great job of just managing that gunslinger mentality, right? Not being careless with the football and not turning it over. Um, Picking and choosing when he would kind of rev up to high-risk, high-reward throws. The problem has been this year, I think he's been a little too casual, a little too lax when it comes to it. We've seen interceptions thrown on no-look passes. Mm -hmm. We've seen poor decisions where you're like, Patrick, what, what, what are we doing? And so... If he just goes back to kind of playing a more reserved style of football than the way that he's played, uh, the Chiefs' offense will get back on track because the one thing we know, the league is a talent-driven league, and they are talented on that end. I do wonder what Josh Gordon could provide. The last couple times that we've seen Josh Gordon with teams, he was fine. He wasn't great. He wasn't earth-shattering. For the Patriots, I think his best stuff was being a – chain mover, a guy that could kind of make plays. Maybe the Chiefs felt like they need that kind of guy. So I'm, I'm curious to see what Andy Reid does to kind of bring him in the fold because one thing we know, when Andy Reid gets a new toy, he puts the new toy right to work. So how is he going to deploy Josh Gordon? You want to talk about a guy who's gotten to play with all the great quarterbacks of the game, though, mm. right? Bouncing around the, oh, the NFL between it's Wilson for- and Brady and – and now hanging out with Patrick. It's going to make for a nice book whenever he, he pins one because he has definitely played with some of the best quarterbacks that you um, can ever experience and ever play with. And so we'll see what this looks like. But obviously there's a lot of intrigue about Josh Gordon, but offensively they are able to get it done. And in defensively they just kind of are a hodgepodge, a collection of um, a play caller who there's a difference in having a system and calling plays. Spag Nulo calls plays. And all they're hoping for is one negative play early in the down, the situation, so they can force you behind the chains and they kind of dictate the terms. All right, Chiefs minus three. Let's pick it. I'll take the, the Chiefs to win the game, but Buffalo, uh, they're going to need to do it in the final minute. So uh, Buffalo with the ooh, points. Look at you, Buffalo the points. Now I'm going with the Chiefs outright. Uh, this would be a tough one for the Buffalo Bills to keep it close. In these games, man, the team speed is just overwhelming. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. And if I had to put a point value on it, I would say I think they went by at least a touchdown. Look at you. There you go. And we have a touchdown in London. Mm. Matt Ryan finds who? Kyle Pitts. That's right. You know, Kyle Pitts heard you talking about him. He's like, you know what? I'm going to stand up. I'm going to respond today. Today's the day that I am responsive. I find a way to get it in the paint. That's all to Kyle Pitts. I tell you what, if I had a nickel for every reference this week, if Kyle Pitts doesn't 
play well this week, dot, 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 mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of different things to finish that. Once again, though, Pat Patterson with a big catch to get them down inside the five. Five carries, 30 yards for him, uh, a 16-yard reception from Matt Ryan as well. Ryan already with 89 yards passing and that score. All right, this next game should be pretty fast. We'll get back on schedule. Patriots at Texans. Yeah, that's right. We, we always want to stay ahead. Dead, nicely done. <laughs> on the down and distance. They're down four offensive linemen are the Patriots. COVID protocols. You've got Trent Brown placed on IR with his calf, so he's oh, out for so this several is, weeks. This sounds like a done deal for you. Like, you're already leaning towards who you're going to take. Well, but the... But here's the thing. The Patriots are nine-point favorites on the road at Houston with all the backup offensive linemen. Jalen Mills, hamstring. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Perkins, ankle. Sean Wade, concussion. Shaq Mason, abdomen. I mean, you, you got mm-hmm. the walking wounded here coming mm-hmm. out of that game uh, that everybody celebrated last Sunday night. Uh, questionable. It, it's another huge list for the Texans. Obviously, the continued Deshaun Watson. You put Philly up there as a hang a star on it. You got Philly, Miami, obviously. Uh, and then, obviously, there'll they'll always be a third or fourth team that it's at least kicking the tires. But as we stand, Davis Mills been under siege just with New England. I'm I just curious what comes out of this, right? You've got Jacoby Myers as a receiver and as a thrower that you see a, a bunch of, but no offensive line or no starters. They're all professionals, mm-hmm. all, all showing all respect, but it certainly does throw a wrinkle into a game that was a nine-point favorite. Is that showing me how poorly everybody thinks of Davis Mills and this Houston squad? I mean, it's how poorly they think of Davis Mills and the Houston squad, coupled with the fact that Davis Mills has to face Bill Belichick's defense. Young so, quarterbacks usually fee- get right. feasted upon. And, and so to me, this game may be tighter than we anticipate just because of the amount of injuries that you outlined. But Bill Belichick will find a way to work his wonders on Davis Mills. Uh, I, w- I, w- I would look for a couple of turnovers from Davis Mills as the Patriots handle business. Yeah, I'll lay the points. Uh, and Mac Jones is, I think, getting short shrift. I don't think he's as bad as folks are trying to. to oh, pay. I've seen some uh, really I, negative. Space really, on I, him. I haven't heard anything but positive. It's all been gumdrops and lollipops when they talk about Mac Jones. I haven't heard any of the, the negative stuff. Yeah, I'll send you a couple of the links then. <laughs> to that. Uh, look, is he world beating? No, but do they have world beating personnel in that pass game? I don't know. Maybe Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith unearthed something here, and then they should go uh, either they or the uh, go back to the Chiefs for a sec. Trade for Marlon Mack, get him out of Indianapolis, mm. and give him a chance to go shine with your squad. All right, both on the Patriots. Let's get to one of the games because there was a story during the week. Well, that's going to inform perhaps some of this. Bears and Raiders. All right, the Bears. Getting five or five and a half, depending on where you got in. This game played at Allegiant later on this afternoon. 44, you're over under. Obviously, Justin Fields getting the start. The big story for the Bears. Tons of injuries. David Montgomery is out. So fire up Damian Williams if you want him in your waiver wire uh, acquisition budget lottery. Uh, Akeem Hicks is out with a groin injury. Khalil Mack is banged up but will play later on today. Uh, You still have some issues in the secondary. Uh, Gibson with the hamstring injury. Supposed to give it a go, but we 
shall see. On the Raiders side, uh, toe injury for Peyton Barber, which means more of the Drake, whether you like the Drake or not, alongside Josh Jacobs. Still some issues on that Raider offensive line health-wise, but the big story that you know, off the field is the John Gruden email that went public uh, with the disparaging remarks of Demora Smith, uh, who coincidentally on the day that this got released, Bucky was up for a vote of extending for one last term. And that's what uh, Smith said was this is the last one which should allow him to start helping to train and choose mm-hmm. a successor and, and everything with the Players Association. But a racist trope used in an email to Bruce Allen that gets uncovered as part of the Washington football team probe. Kind of like in the NBA, Mark Cuban, when they were investigating Donald Sterling, is like, there's going to be other stuff. Are we ready to see what swirls up? And from some reports, there's other things that were sent back to the Raiders beyond just this one comment. Mark Davis, in his mm. in his press release, it was a one-paragraph note that just said, hey, and, and, and I triple underscored it, saying comments made while Gruden was a member of ESPN and are not part of what we believe as the Raiders. Like, really? You're going to try to push it off saying, well, he wasn't working for us then? He's part of, you know, in doing your due diligence and everything, this, while you wouldn't have known about it, like, you have to own it. He's now your coach. And it comes out while he's your coach. It does come out while he's your coach. I think they're trying to put some distance between you because they're trying to see if the league is going to come down and punish John Gruden for those words. And so that's why they point out the fact that, hey, this is before he was a part of Raider Nation. Uh, We don't want to have any penalties uh, placed upon us because of whatever he he said. Now he's trying to do that while also saying we don't condone uh, those racist tropes and, and the innuendo that was inferred in those emails. But it's a bigger issue for John Gruden potentially in the locker room. Uh, if guys are saying, man, the guy that stands in front of us every day, like maybe he doesn't necessarily view me the way that I think he views me, first as a person, secondly as a player. And so there's some fences that need to be mended in the locker room. I don't think it would necessarily bleed into how this team plays and performs on the field. But there's certainly there have to be a few conversations that must be had for John Gruden to kind of step in and be the head coach and the franchise leader that he has been curiosities because he's like to my outside looking in the perception's always been he's been a player's player's coach so this you know is one that a coach uh you want to explain this the uncomfortable meetings heading into the week but with the week prep talking about the bears and the issues on defense obviously the offensive line is there and bill Lazor scripted a hell of a 15 play start for justin fields a week ago can they continue and ride some of that momentum off that win, or is it going to be too tough a task on the road? No, I think they can certainly uh, build upon the momentum that was created in that win. Uh, the trick will see the more that you get Justin Fields on tape, the more that you get a feel for what they like to do when he is on the field. Can Bill Lazor and Matt Nagy find a way to continue to add blocks, add building blocks to the foundation that you've already constructed? Um, I actually like this for the for the Bears because the Raiders are very static defense. They're not going to line up and try and trick you. They're one of the teams that they blitz the least in the National Football League. And so this is a 7-on-7 game for Justin Fields. If he can throw it and throw it accurately, he should be able to dice them up. Can the Bears win up front on that O-line, I guess is the question. And yeah, slow I mean, down the path r- pass rush. And will Bill Lazor look at the last six games they had of Mitchell Trubisky a year ago and say, we did some pretty cool things conceptually to, uh, you know, to get him out of the pocket 
get to get him some space. Yeah, I think I think time. they I think they need to work on getting him some space. I think they need to work on making sure that Jason Peters has enough help to be able to hold up on the edges. Uh, if they do that, it gives them a chance. And you have to allow Justin Fields to be the playmaker, more vertical throws, more pushes down the field. You got to do that. You got to go after it. So you're going to take the Bears? Are you going upset-minded here? Yeah, I'm thinking Bears. Look at I'm you. I'm thinking Bears. How about that? I'm thinking Bears. And also, with the word leaking out about Joey Bosa talking about Derek Carr not being the toughest guy and rattling a little bit after he gets hit, look, it may it may have been a secret in, in the football world that was uncovered by Bosa being very, very open and outright. But now when you hear that stuff, you're a defender. Start hey, man, teeing off a little bit. Well, I mean, like most guys kind of feel like that anyway. Hit the quarterback, sure. all quarterbacks change. But now that you put it out there at on record, now you're like, yeah, man, maybe we need to hit him, knock him around, see what it looks like. We'll, we'll talk about the Chargers in earnest, but since we're on the Raiders here, did you see Bosa got fined almost 30 grand? Man, for ta- but for talking to the official about a non-holding call within the game, yeah, which is to me the most absurd thing, this side of the taunting penalty. For me, like that are just two things that just don't make sense. Like no. you want to find him for going after the officials a little bit in the postgame presser, that's fine. But if he's asking you about why he wasn't hold and kind of giving you a little bit of the business in the field of play, I think that's well within his rights. No, it is well within his right. Like here's the thing: you want access, but then you get mad when you hear what you don't want to hear, yeah. and so you find the players. And so it's a fine line, a slippery slope, and all those other things. Because if you want players to talk, you got to kind of let them open up and say exactly how they feel. And then I think we on the other side in the media world, like, man, we want these conversations. But man, as soon as someone says something, we then are critical. Like, how can you say that? This and that, because that's how you felt. Either we want the honesty and the truth, or we don't. Yeah, I say bring the heat. Yeah. Now, if you're just talking and you say something dumb, you know, the yeah. Urban Myers or whatever, or Matt yeah. Nagy's in front of a podium, you're going to get what you get. But I want your honesty. There's no question about it. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders to win the game outright, but the Bears keep it close. But, you know, being the Chicago boy that I am, I'd love nothing more than a victory because everybody would be like, see, it fields it only started from if day they, one. I mean, if they'd only put him in from day one, what would happen? <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll continue with the Mm -hmm. games of week five. Chaos ensues. That's what happens, Bucky Brooks. Uh, At Bucky Brooks on Twitter, where you find him. Fox Football Sunday. Find me over at Swollen Dome. When we continue, uh, the Jekyll Hyde team that is the New Orleans Saints on the road against the defense that I don't think has gotten off a bus yet. We'll talk about that next on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. 
I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you going through the games of week five. Another score on the board for your Atlanta Falcons. And now they're uh, in line to potentially move to London. Just kidding. Matt Ryan, 13 of 18, 146 and two. Another touchdown pass to a tight end. This time it's Hayden Hurst, who they got from the Ravens in a deal. Mm. His first catch of the day, 17 yards. The blitz pickup was nothing short of spectacular because Matt Ryan uh, might have seen ghosts. He might have become Sam Darnold in that moment <laughs> had that rusher gotten through, Bucky. Uh, that was something special. Uh, but everybody will look at the the catch because Hurst had to, uh, you know, grab it that second time to bring it in for the score. Now the Jets. 17-0. I've already texted my uh, co-host during the week, Jason Smith, mm. a noted Jets fan, saying, what the hell is this? Mm. I backed your team for the first time in I can't tell you how long, and you, you didn't get off the plane. Still looking at Big Ben or something in terms of the tourist team. Maybe they went to the Harry Potter exhibition. I don't know. Either way, not much of an effort by the Jets thus far. At Bucky Brooks, where you find him on Twitter, find me over at Swollen Dome. Let's get back to the games. All right, ladies, let's Saints at Washington. Washington getting two points at home. Saints coming in. 43 and a half is your total. Uh, Antonio Gibson has a shit injury. They're saying there's cracks in it, uh, which means mm. Jared Patterson and J.D. McKissick uh, most likely going to see some more time. Curtis Samuel uh, with a growing limited participant in practice expected to give it a go. For Washington, Brandon Scherf, the guard is out uh, for the Saints. Eric McCoy and Taryn Armstead, uh, both out calf and elbow, respectively. Uh, as we look at the the matchup, Bucky, the Saints are one of the great enigmas of the first quarter of the season, right? Jameis Winston, while he didn't have a huge yardage total, you saw what they did, and they absolutely mm. worked Green Bay. And we wonder if that's now just a function of you had multiple months to scheme and plan <laughs> for for that one opponent. I mean, because we see it in college, right? If you have one of those kickoff classics, mm-hmm. you come out and, you know, you put a ton of effort into that first game, and now you're trying to find consistency of weaponry, and to the, this point, it has not occurred uh, outside of even Alvin Kamara. There, I, I see 
his touch count has to rise if this offense is going to have any consistency. Yeah, his consistency, his impact on the offense certainly has to rise. The issue that you have with the Saints is they don't have Michael Thomas. And when you look at this team without Michael Thomas, they really like playmakers on the perimeter. Sure. Not a lot of speed, not a lot of juice, not a lot of A-plus athletes on that side of the ball. And so it's Alvin Kamara and company. That's how you have to look at this offense right now. And so Jameis Winston has to find a way to continue to play connect-the-dots football from the pocket. And then more of the burden has to fall on the defense to do it. Because early in the year when they knocked off the Green Bay Packers when they won their other game, the defense played at a high level. They're not getting the same kind of consistent play from the defense to enable them to get along with a workman-like offense. Winston thus far, eight touchdowns, two picks, completing 64% of his passes. You go through the receptions to this point, Deontay Harris has 11 on 15 mm-hmm. targets. Kamara on 10 of 14. Your next leading receiver, and this is through four weeks, your next leading receiver is Callaway. He's got nine catches in four weeks for 137. Banged up a little bit, but still expecting more and explosiveness in this offense hasn't happened. And to your point, that defensive front uh, has been spotty, and that was where they really thought they could at least do the Ronco, set it and forget it. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be the strength of our squad. Yeah, they're not, they're not able to do it, and so you, you you're just surprised. But look, let's let's talk this, this Washington football team. Conversely, that, that defense has gotten has been off the plane. Overrated. Montez Sweat and Chase Young talked about chasing the pass rushing duo record, sack record set by Keith Millard and uh, Chris Dolman. Chris Dolman, yeah, 39 sacks way back in the mid '80s. They haven't been close. They're not even sniffing the quarterback. And so Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera, they need to fix this defense because defensively they were supposed to carry this team, and defensively they are falling short. Absolutely uh, abysmal to this point. Chase Young, zero sacks, uh, four assisted mm-hmm. tackles, total of 13 on the year. And, you know, you're not that, – that's a quarter of the season. That said, Taylor Heineke, ter- scary Terry McLaurin, don't know how much you're getting out of Gibson, uh, but I'm looking at that offense and I go, all right, they could make some plays. They can Get make- off schedule a little bit. So I'll take Washington to win the game outright. Oh, I'm not taking Washington football team to win this one. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints in that. Give me Sean Payton over Jack Del Rio and that crew. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Saints. All right. Well, we'll disagree. We're going to disagree a lot here mm-hmm. uh, on this slate. Uh, reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Let's get one more in. Giants and Cowboys. All right, let's have some fun. Giants are getting seven on the road. 52, you're over under. Slayton and Shepard out once again. Jabril Peppers also going to miss this one. Uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, limited participant, going to give it a go on the offensive line for Dallas. Uh, most of your principals expected to go. Uh, Armstrong on the defensive line uh, out with an ankle injury. Dak Prescott and company, uh, all the accolades, all the greatness. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard now working in concert, getting the big plays on the outside. And defensively, you got a player in, in Diggs mm-hmm. who is just absurd, right? Starting to get those comparisons yeah. to Deion Sanders and some of the greats that we, we've seen in defensive secondaries. Uh, and Micah Parsons running sideline to sideline. Uh, you've got for Dan Quinn, that defense suddenly has some teeth. 
uh, perhaps faster than anybody expected. For Daniel Jones, not turning the ball over, we'll see if he can make some hay, or is it too tall a task? Now, this is interesting because when I look at the Cowboys defense, they're playing at a high level. Dan Quinn has done a great job working wonders with this unit. Very young unit, but it's some veterans that are sprinkled in that are providing great leadership. Trayvon Diggs has stepped up, and he looks like the best corner in football. Uh, the, the, the kid has been a ball and out of control. Uh, five interceptions in four games. Uh, I want to say he has eight interceptions in his last nine games. Ridiculous production, and he's doing it while also traveling, meaning he takes the number one receiver, follows him all, all over the field, and then they adjust the rest of the defense to accommodate what Diggs is doing. That's fantastic. Offensively, their offense can just give you problems. So many weapons. Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, the two tight ends, Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz playing well, and Dak Prescott is playing like an MVP. They are problematic, but you face a Giants team coming off their best offensive performance. Daniel Jones looked like a franchise player a week ago, had over 400 yards passing. I don't know, man. This sounds like a trap game. Everybody's talking about the Cowboys being a Super Bowl team. Keep an eye on the fighting Joe Judges. Might be their week. I'm taking the fighting Joe Judges outright. Wow. Daniel Jones and company getting it done. Uh, Tony, their first-round pick, yeah. six catches for uh, nine targets a week ago. Looks like he's going to be a little bit of an X factor here, picking up the slack for those injured receivers. And Saquon Barkley looking a little bit more like the Saquon Barkley we once knew once upon a time. Yeah, he is looking like that. It is it is definitely a different deal uh, when you think about it. So, good game. Are you I'm going go- judges or are you taking the Cowboys? I think the Cowboys beat them because Dak Prescott always wins in the division, but it's going to be a close game. All right. We'll continue with uh, a game, again, some mm. off-field stuff that starts to sneak into this one and a team that might be on the edge. Uh, they were on my uh, list here of a team to contend, and now they're trying to uh, tape up and duct tape things together to make a, make some hay. But first, we're going to go over to Isaac Lohenkron. We're going to get an update on things trending in our sporting universe. What's up, Ilo? Usually a matchup, Mike and Bucky, between Jets and Falcons, say on an airport runway, it would tend to favor the Jets. But when it's on a football field not so and that's what's going on right now at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London as the Jets are taking on the Falcons a battle of one and three teams Falcons got on the board first on a young way coup 31 yard field goal six minutes into the game and then late in the first quarter a first for Atlanta rookie Kyle Pitts here's West Durham on WZGC play fake by Ryan Matt gonna throw for the end zone caught touchdown first career scoring catch for Kyle Pitts from a first to Hurst four minutes into the second quarter. Here comes New York with the pressure. Ryan going to spin it. First down. Touchdown, Hayden Hurst. Hurst caught it at about the five and then galloped into the end zone for another Atlanta touchdown. So Hurst giveth, but then Hurst giveth away. As moments ago, Atlanta up 17 to nothing, but Hayden Hurst committing a fumble after completing, after receiving a pass from Matt Ryan at the Jets' 12-yard line. So the Jets have the ball. They trail the Falcons 17 to nothing. Eight minutes and 16 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Jets rookie quarterback Zach Wilson, two for seven, 25 yards and an interception. In college football on Saturday night, Texas A&M and number one Alabama were tied at 38 in the final seconds. Seth Small of the Aggies about to attempt a 28-yard field goal. Here's Andrew Monaco on KZNE. 28-yard attempt by Seth Small. Is down. It is up. And the fighting Texas Aggies take down the top-ranked tied 40. 40- 
sitters on at Kyle Field. Breaking Alabama's 19-game winning streak, breaking Alabama's 100-game winning streak against unranked opponents. Also Saturday night in Game 2 of the National League Division Series, the Dodgers won at San Francisco 9-2, tying the series between the Dodgers and Giants at one win apiece. Mike and Bucky. Thank you, Ilo. At Isaac Lowenkron here, Isaac later on as part of the Chargers coverage uh, locally here in Los Angeles. And and certainly you can always find some great stories off the rails in his Twitter account as well. Uh, that's Go Chargers! Exactly. Go! All right, let's get back into the games <laughs> of Week 5. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you here. It's Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Titans and Jaguars. Titans given four and a half on the road at Jacksonville, 48. You're over under uh, a laundry list of injuries uh, for the Titans. No Julio Jones, Brent Kern. You've got Jayon Brown. You've got Aaron Brewer, Tommy Hudson. I mean, I could just keep reading names. And then the questionable list reads like a credits on a, you know on cable mm-hmm. when they're wanting to get to the next movie yeah. and they move it to the side they run it really fast that's kind of what it looks like for the the titans coming into this game jaguars uh robertson harris out on the defensive line but obviously the story in jacksonville is all about urban meyer and trust and respect you've got the incident in his bar and, and bar and restaurant mm-hmm. family issue there but didn't come back on the plane after the loss to cincinnati and everything's sw- whirling there when you've already had a laundry list of I guess questionable decisions individually but then you add up the list and then not going back and then having to miss meetings and scheduled Mm -hmm. walkthroughs or whatever you were going to do on a Monday uh, because you've got to do apologies yeah I think here's here's the thing Urban is an ultra competitive person and what normally happens when you have competitive people backed into corners they come back with a, a really strong effort uh, he understands that he hears all the outside noise. He understands where he is right now and where this team is. 19 straight losses, 0-4 record. Everyone is going to count them out. This might be a situation where Urban Meyer somehow finds a way to rally the troops. People can talk about reports of whether the players are in his corner or not. Normally, competitors respond with their best stuff when they're kind of talked about and, and embroiled in controversy. I would say that Urban Meyer finds a way to get his guys going and playing at a high level because he realizes what's at stake. If they lay an egg today after all of that stuff, it makes it hard for him to become a credible person, credible leader in the locker room. We'll say this. He certainly got his leader at the quarterback position because even after that game uh, against the Bengals, right, the second half that was a disaster, Trevor Lawrence, instead of focusing on the negative, he cited seven or eight positives that they got from that game before addressing any of the second-half woes, which I thought was pretty Mm -hmm. huge when you had Urban Meyer, who looked like, I mean, he just lost all, right? I mean, that everything had been taken from him in that moment. Mm -hmm. And and really, I I appreciate the honesty, but it was also a, I mean, you fought. You you actually saw some progress from your team, yet now you're – you know, inconsolable. So I'm actually going to take the Jaguars to win. I think Tennessee's in, in, in trouble right now. You got Derrick Henry still doing Derrick Henry things. Uh, for, for Ryan Tannehill, he can make some plays. A.J. Brown is back in some capacity today. We'll see if his uh, his legs are ready to, to take out a heavy load. Yeah, Derrick Henry gives a, the Jaguars problem. He has been nearly impossible for the Jaguars to slow down the last few years when they played him. And when we've seen Derrick Henry, he's doing that to everybody. I think we get a strong dose of Derrick Henry as his carries 
Rushing attempts, probably 30 to 35. Maybe his yard totals, you're looking at 150 to 175. Look at that, because I'm on the other side with uh, James Robinson. When Mm. they get him the ball, good things happen. And they need to get it to him more. And I believe if they can control the game with James Robinson, it gives them their best opportunity to be able to win. There's your shot. Uh, All right, let's go to an uh, NFC West battle. 49ers at Cardinals. All right, the Cardinals, a five-point favorite. 50 is your total for this one, Bucky. Uh, Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo out with the calf injury means Trey Lance uh, is going to become the final uh, of those highly heralded draft picks to find the field as a starter. George Kittle is out. IR problems again. If I drafted you in fantasy, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like Final Destination right now. You ever see any of those movies where I Death have. starts stalking guys all yeah. over the place? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what's happening with anybody I drafted. I'm sorry. I'll start writing apology notes uh, as we go through. Uh, but we look at the the Cardinals and what Kyler Murray and that offense has been able to do. Uh, Chase Edmonds with the shoulder. He was a limited participant Friday. Looks like he'll give it the old mm-hmm. college try. He and James Conner. Yep. You know, Connor leaves Pittsburgh behind that bad offensive line, finds a new life here. You got a wide open offense, Hopkins, and look at all the secondary and tertiary receivers. Max Williams, the tight end, has been involved quite a bit. And defensively, that's allowing them to, to play a little more open, right? Take some more chances. Yeah, they are able to take more chances. Arizona is playing really well. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's kind of figured out the league when it comes to his offense. He's doing a really good job of mixing the run with the pass, more balanced, more dynamic than they've been because they are balanced. James Conner, uh, Chase Edmonds has given them the surge. But this game is all about Trey Area. Trey Lance. Trey Lance getting the opportunity to play in this Kyle Shanahan offense. Kyle Shanahan has been waiting for the opportunity to have a dual threat playmaker in this scheme. So we'll see a mix of what Kyle Shanahan used to do it. Robert Griffin III when he had him with the Washington football team. We'll see the regular conventional offense that they've run and have run successfully. I think this is a good time for the 49ers to get right. I look for Trey Lance to have a great game in his first start. Get uh, creative. Find uh, Debo standing by himself again. I mean, There's ain't nobody catching him. Ain't nobody catching him. Ain't nobody. <laughs> no one has been able to slow down Debo Samuel. Um, so this will be good. Brandon and I also should, should have some opportunities on the other side. East a little bit. That offensive line making plays at Obviously, uh, curious to see what Trey Lance is, right? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. going into the second quarter of the season, Jimmy Garoppolo, not a sexy option, but mm-hmm. he's, he's been a winner. He has been a winner. Unfortunately, can't stay healthy. Yeah. And you knew that, yes. right? It was a question of when Trey Lance was going to have to be inserted. I don't know that they wanted it in week five, but here <laughs> we are. Uh, I will take the uh, upset-minded 49ers in this one. Ooh. Yeah. Love it. Well, you know, one big play to one of those speed players. Maybe some opportunity in that secondary. That and Trey Lance, they better have picked a bunch of roll, rolling pockets because that defensive line for Arizona has been getting after it. Mm, they have been getting after it. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Carmen. This is Fox Football Sunday. We have three games remaining on the slate. We'll preview them all, get you ready for what's next in week five here on Fox. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you. Uh, a reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover's accepted a 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Two minutes coming up. Two-minute warning uh, in London, Atlanta up. 17-3. Jets finally had a drive and settled for a field goal. Bad job by them. Uh, needed the seven. Uh, my guy, Jason Smith, uh, he just responded with a blank you when I asked him <laughs> what if his team was ever going to show up. So, uh, happy Sunday morning to you, too. All right, we got three three games that we got to finish here in rapid succession. My Colts said Ravens. Ravens give it a touchdown at home. The Colts coming in 45 and a half. You're over under. As I said, Marlon Mack, you want to trade him. Plenty of suitors out there. Hell, the Ravens, they might be able to just leave him with the Ravens uh, by the end of the day with all the injuries they've had in their backfield. But they did get that 100-yard game, Bucky, with Lamar Jackson getting the rush. Everybody got mad. It's like nobody got hurt. Your sensibilities might have been wounded, and if you need a hug, I'm happy to walk coast to coast for you. Uh, but it was important to them. It, it was very important to them because they can surpass the Pittsburgh Steelers um, as the only team to have 
100 plus rushing yards and it would be 44 games and so it was important for them they want to be defined by their running game and when you think about what they've been able to do since Lamar Jackson has taken over his QB1 it is all about the run game and the exotic nature of the run game against a Colts defense that has struggled surprisingly because this is a Colts defense that we thought would be a top five defense sure. this year they are far they're far from that and they're light Mike Harmon, they're light on the second level because Darius Leonard is a smaller in terms of size-wise, 210, yeah, I was 215 say his bank pounds. account got fat. Yeah, oof. I mean, maybe he's stepping on the scales with those coins in his pocket <laughs> and maybe he's a little heavier, but that's the big issue when you deal with the Colts. They're just not sturdy enough, and so can they go toe-to-toe with a heavyweight when it comes to the ground game? I don't know. And so all the controversy that we heard, Vic Fangio uh, calling out John Harbour, I don't think John Harbour is uh, affected at all. The Ravens are going to do what they do, and so we'll see if they can continue to do it against the Indianapolis Colts. That's something we missed earlier. Vic Fangio, two weeks in a row calling folks out. Is he going to go after Mike Tomlin or one of the assistant coaches Ooh, this week? Because he, uh, he was talking out of school about Urban a couple of weeks yeah, ago, right? Yeah. Uh, but we look at the, the Baltimore Ravens and, and Lamar Jackson Jackson in the passing game. Marquise Hollywood Brown is a guy that is the verge of stardom is there if he can get rid of a little of the dropsies because he gets himself open. He definitely gets himself open, but he has to be able to consistently snag it. If he does that, man, it would be great. He just has to be a more consistent presence on the perimeter. All right. Given seven, Colts coming in. I'll Uh, take the Ravens laying. Yeah, I'm going to give me the Ravens as well. All right. Next. My lady. Browns at Chargers. Now, here's a game with a, with a mm. lot of injuries uh, mashed up here. There go. you go, Schwarzenegger. Uh, Greg Newsom, go Cats, is out. Jedrick Wills out uh, with the ankle. Chris Hubbard with the triceps. Might be season ending for him. And the questionable tag uh, on about 15 players. For the Chargers, uh, Chris Harris, full participant in practice Thursday and Friday. Chargers in this one, given two with Cleveland coming in that the defensive front for Cleveland getting it done in the run game 47 and then obviously we've got the torn labrum or whatever the extent of the injury to the non-throwing shoulder of Baker Mayfield last week had the opportunity to hit Odell Beckham Jr. and just missed him Uh, but coming here the Chargers formidable defensive front we talked about Bosa a bit earlier and that offense with Justin Herbert is clicking yeah, that offense with Justin Herbert is clicking. But I'm going I'm to I'm stick with the Browns in this one. And uh, I just like systematically Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt being able to do it. I know you have weapons on the outside and Odell Beckham Jr. The issue has been Baker Mayfield has not been the same since he injured his non-throwing uh, shoulder, torn pec. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think the Chargers can and will give up rushing yards because they, they don't mind giving up yards. It's all about points. But if you do that to the Browns, you allow the Browns to dictate the terms and you keep your own offense on the sideline. I'm going with the Browns. Can't wait to see the Chargers offensive line right after all of the accolades for Rashawn Slater and everybody Mm. this first month of the season. They get a big test here uh, against that defensive front. Miles Garrett, when everybody keeps pointing out the six sacks, remember four and a half of them came against the Bears. They all count just the same, but... I mean, it's one, one and a half in the other three games, just for those that want to do the fuzzy math. Uh, I will take the Chargers to win. Maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Maybe it's wishing, wanting, hoping for chaos uh, to ensue. And to see how people respond to Cleveland losing a game. I don't know. Yeah, chaos is always good. It's always good for our business, Always Bucky. good for our business. We pull for storylines over here. Yeah, and I, I don't know that there's chaos in this last one, but we have one last game. My name is Dolphins. 
Dolphins and Buccaneers. Buccaneers, 10-point favorites at home. 48 is your total. Gronkowski still out. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. out. The secondary, obviously, for Tampa. The concern when you look at the Dolphins, Devontae Parker with a shoulder. Limited participant, Jacoby Brissett uh, and company trying to make some hay. Yeah, Tampa, I think, after the struggles of a week ago, uh, light it up. Yeah, this is a get-right game. This is a get-right game because the Miami Dolphins don't have enough punch on offense to really threaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love the Buccaneers in this one. I think this is one where offensively they get right. Tom Brady finds all the weapons, utilizes those guys. But then defensively, Todd Bowles absolutely sends everything at Jacoby Brissett. And I think you see a, a, a ugly game for the, the Miami Dolphins. And offense. you get JPP back as well. Yeah. He's been missing. So get him in. All right, 17-3. Uh, moving the ball. We got pass interference again. Uh, the Jets defense uh, struggling uh, would be the kind way to say it, Bucky. Yes. Uh, anyway, any chance in hell they can get off the mat in the second half. I mean, they get off the mat and they fight, but I don't think they win this one. Give me the Falcons, the Dirty Birds. Go yeah, to two I know. You were all over it. Our executive producer, Nick, all excited, said uh, this is the biggest game since the Super Bowl, unless oh. it's not. Wow. Uh, thanks to Nick. Thanks to Chris. Thanks to Ilo. Thanks for being with us, part of the family. Uh, fantasy questions at Swollen Dome. You need the scouting. You need all the goods. Bucky's gotcha at Bucky Brooks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the games. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.